the snow horse and the polar bear. And the polar bear. Look at you. You get all fancy on me. <laughs> I told you the voices would come out. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so with, with the snow horse and the polar bear, what we're doing, just to kind of recap each time until people get the hang of things, is that uh, the polar bear has come back into my life out of seven, out of, out of, after seven years. The, so we're rekindling and we're processing through some things um, and it will happen, you know, as we're recording and that's, that's just the way the cookie crumbles and hopefully it gives people, you know, some information in their own life. On the other end is that um, this is new for us, that I took a class at the uh, Orion Neighborhood Television. Mm. At, we're in that studio. They are a nonprofit the uh, Ian is the executive director. Joe is the instructor. Joey uh, does a lot of the work here in editing and has his own podcast. And then there's uh, Tracy and Tessa that answer the phone and field all the questions. Um, the classes that they teach are brilliantly done by Joe. And the, 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 the cost factor is well under $100. You can live in the area or out of the area. There is a, a slight difference in the fee. But, you know, okay. I don't know if the prices have changed. Huh. During COVID, they're not... They're not able to conduct the classes as they did, but they are here. And the point is, is once you take the class and are certified in it, you get to use their equipment, and we are using it today. Now, I, I took a two-day class last year, forgot everything, and Joe has been right there like a guardian angel, yes, and handsome is. as the day is long. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's fun to have him around. So <laughs> two single women, and he walk in the room, and I'm <laughs> trying to glow. <laughs> He's a beautiful man. And so... um and so patient. Oh, patient. Oh, my gosh. Joey is, too. And, and Tracy, too. Tracy, Tessa, the whole bunch of them. It's a, I love them. And that's a gift. That's uh, a blessing whew. to work with wonderful people. Or yeah, have wonder, if, no, had but, I, I'm going to just say this. this. Had the oh. camera not been, had, you know, uh, the camera helps me maintain an evener keel than normal. Oh. Because the, now they're witnessing. <laughs> 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 you know, so, so my testiness may not be as testy as she has witnessed in person. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I like I, the camera. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm barely an evidence of what's going on here. Not really. She's, she's got, got her camera po- in the she's, car. She's got her posse over there. So yeah, my that's hand right. Point to her. Point to her buddies You're over there. Look, we got the screen between us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's the. That's the. Then it'd really be fun in here. <laughs> <laughs> but we're. I'm gonna get bring some special goodies here for that screen. Uh, so so we're new at what we're doing. We're we're having fun with the the friendship. One of the other things too is be, because of what I'm gifted with by God. Um people can call it a lot of things. I've been, you know, called a, a psychic, a prophet, a, um and a number of other things. I I know things about body language that are not written in any book. They they play into evidence and everything. You'll hear it on the last podcast and a lot of them what I'm trying to do is give free information out instead of someone having to book an appointment that maybe they can glean from the, you know, the little ditties that I give out here. And uh, if you listen closely uh, in our in our conversations, if she, being the polar bear, says something or I say something, I'll stop and say this is the teaching on that. In the the very last one we just did, oh. we talked about the the message of knees hurting or hips hurting. You know, we've we've talked about a lot of different things. So very powerful. I just and- want to refresh. You know, based on um, what we just talked about in the last podcast, is that the according to me, that the body when it is in pain is trying to scream out, "Can't you see I hurt?" And the area of concern will be what is emotionally bothering you on some level somewhere in a person's life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give an example of someone that came to see me, and 
let me make sure I want to say that one. The um, well, let's 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 uh, oh, that's a that's a too deep one. So so let's go back with the the polar bear and, and what we said in the last one is that you know she was talking about her knees hurting and the knees in particular have to do with flexibility or inflexibility with your support system because your left leg is a support system meaning and an interpretation of the women in your life, females, and or past support issues. That could be job, you know, but if it's a person, it's generally speaking a female. Certainly there can be men in your past, which the left leg also represent, that can be the issue. But that's what the discerning factor of a reading or counseling would give to a person. But if you take the overview I'm giving, then you can, you know, search your memory banks as to who was that. You know, right. So once the person gets the message, you know, of what the interpretation is, then the body stops hurting because you have gotten to a point where you can talk about that particular issue again. A lot of stuff is buried for people. You know, there was a, um, this is a healing, um, this one is, this one is, you know, can be tracked and I've been given permission to um, use the names on this one but I do talk to animals as well I've identified that inanimate objects can talk to that a lot of inanimate objects are calling to people and they're bringing them home and and it it makes them look like a hoarder what they don't know is that these things are calling to them and says pick me up take me home you know so it's it's truly amazing to, to to come to that realization that you can shut that off and say you can't come home with me you know, I have enough of you. Right. You can't take everybody home. <laughs> right. Or any or eyeglass any, case or, or every or, or every dish or every whatever. Every rock. Every <laughs> rock. <laughs> I'm always bringing home rocks. Right. So. Like, you can't all come home with me. Well, there, there's the thing is to, to you know, sometimes reroute them. But in this particular case, a woman came to see me and she wanted to see if I could talk to her cat. The cat was not present with her when she came. She was in from out of town from New Mexico. Um, I knew her at that moment as, um, let me get this, these two people straight, Uh, um, um, Anne. And so, you know, she she told me about, uh, she she told me the cat's name and I told her that, you know, that the cat, what the cat looked like. And she says, well, that's pretty good for being 3,000 miles away. Wow. And I said, well, thank you very much. And so as I talked to the cat, I said, the cat's got a severe kidney ailment. And she says, well, it does. She says, I can't believe that that you're talking to my cat and it even knows that it has one. She says, we just had a cat die of of the very same thing. And I said, you know, so I'm talking to the cat and and the cat is telling me things. And I said, uh, well, the cat is is, um, telling me some things that are going to sound really bad. I said, it's my job to tell you everything that the cat says. And then we'll weed through it. I said, I can assure you that whatever this cat says that is negative, we can change it here today. I'm not a person who is into selling products or recommending products or people. I'm absolutely tuning into God and seeing what he's got to say and why the cat is suffering. What I know to be true is that animals will take things Mm -hmm. on for their people. And she says, well, what I didn't know is that somebody that I knew had recommended her come see me as a test case. Oh, so okay. um, so I told her, I said, this cat says he's trying to save your life. And she says, from what? And I said, the cat says, you have a terminal kidney disease right now, and you know it. And she says, you're absolutely right. I have polycystic kidney disease. I require another kidney or I'm going to die. Wow. wow. 
And I said, well, the first thing I'm going to do is call it off the cat. Mm-hmm. You know, in religious terms, it would be casting it out. So I told the cat, I said, look, it is not your job to suffer. And by the way, a side teaching is this. Anyone out there, if you see your animal suffering or doing something in a bad habit kind of way because everything's a message, is you can tell the cat, look, your only job is to let me love you. Exactly. If you're trying to make me happy, you being sick or dying or vet bills, none of that makes me happy. I demand you heal. You are not allowed to suffer. It is not your job. And a side teaching to that, it took me a year and a half to figure out I could look in the mirror and say, look, it is not your job to suffer. You're born on the winning team. And it's, it's God himself telling me, just let me love you. Will you let me love you? You know, I was in shock that I, I realized that these animals were trying to teach me the very thing God's saying to me. I'm, I'm teaching people about the animals. And so I, so I told the, the, the cat, I said, it's not your job. And I demand you stop that this woman has brought you to my attention. In that way, she has handed me the power to tell you what to do, just like a person who would go to a vet who says god-awful things to the owner of the animal Mm. about putting them down or surgeries and things like that, when at least before you go, consider demanding, because people are put in charge of the animals on the planet, whether that's a good thing or not, that's the way it was set up. Take a minute and say to the animal, it is not your job to suffer. If this bad behavior is a message and I can't figure it out, you need to stop the behavior and I will try to figure it out. Or even I'll call Snow Horse. You could find me by the name Lisa Berry. And you can find me on the New Ark Ministries uh, Facebook page. Any kind of life and death situation, there is no charge for asking me about that. You need to know that. People need to be available to help one another, especially in life and death situations. It should not cost anybody for an answer to that. And if, and if uh, we can pull a quote-unquote rabbit out of the hat, you know, I mean, God's got a lot of rabbits, you know, and he, and he shows me those things. And so with this woman, so I, I tell her that, and she says, so you're absolutely right. So I call it, I said, the first thing I'm going to do is call it off the cat. And then I tell her, I said, I'm going to look in your life and see why you have it. Well, she started giving me all sorts of reasons why she has it, family things, things she knew through research and things the doctors told her. And I said, well, I'm looking at it a different way. I'm going to look at what happened in your life that brought about this particular issue in order for your body to scream out, can't you see I'm hurting? And so what I saw for her uh, happened between the ages of 36 and 38. And she says to me, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. But I got over that. And I told her, I said, if you had gotten over that, I wouldn't see it. She says, okay, she says, okay now what? So I tell her I'm going to I'm going to uh, find out how long it takes to to heal, and she was kind of smirking, <laughs> and I said, I can tell you this. I said you can heal today, if you want, or you can take nine months. But what I'm telling you is, your doctors in nine months or less will tell you you are all right. It will come out of their mouth. I said, if you feel you need to get the kidney, get the kidney. If you feel you need to use the drugs, do whatever you're doing. Do whatever you want. What I'm telling you is in nine months or less, you will be fine and your doctors will tell you so. You know, because I'm not... I'm listening. I'm, I just got to get... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to teach here, too. Right. So I'm, I'm listening to your teaching, though. I'm just getting... The feel... Yeah, from a... Drug. Lozenge? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Finding this hard to swallow, are you? Yeah. No, I'm just, <laughs> I don't want to be coughing with okay. COVID, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm not worried. 
(laughs) (laughs) So that being said, um, she says, well, how long will that take? So I tell her nine months or less and your doctors will tell you that you're fine. So she goes up and goes about her business. And uh, in eight and a half months, I get a call from uh, a person that had been pursuing me to write books and, you know, do all sorts of shows and things and set up a website for me, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, she says, she says, Dr. Um, Matson's in the hospital. I said, so what do you want me to do? You want me to look to see why she's there or what's really going on? And she said, no, 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 they can't find anything wrong with her. I said, well, then what are you calling me for? You know, because it could be that she had symptoms or signs and they couldn't find anything. And she said, no, no, you're the one that told her she was going to heal. I said, I, I don't know a Dr. Matson. I said, you know, what's her first name? And she says, Anne. I said, oh, yeah. I said, how's her cat? She says, last week they told her her cat was fine. And this week the, the hospital is telling her she's fine. You're the one that said these would heal. And they did. Oh, that's awesome. It is awesome. It is. That's a miracle. So it was Dr. That's, that's God working right that's, there. Oh, it's all and God. Jesus. I, I can, I, I'm telling you, it isn't me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm privileged to see and know things because I ask. It, the whole phrasing is ask and you shall receive. It is imperative that you at least ask. The same thing I said in the last podcast about my dog, Lexi, and, and the knee issues, knowing that if I took it to a vet, the vet was going to say knee replacement. $2,000 minimum per leg. And I had told God, I said, look, you need to do something. I said, because I'm going to go at 4.30. I said, I'm expecting, yes, that, that God can work through doctors. But I've seen bigger things than that, and I'm demanding more. You know, how do we give testimony if people don't see it? So sometimes we go to doctors for them to see the miracle also. You know, the change of the test to help the person that's learning about God see the difference and start, you know, uh, you know uh, bucking up, so to speak. You know, get the party started. It makes sense. It's a big deal. And so, so, but in the, as in the last podcast, that dog healed in the blink of an eye. Because I said, I'm going to take that dog at 430. I know that I don't need to go there. Yes, I could probably find somebody that wants to donate to help that dog. Yes, I know that God can work through doctors. But I'm telling people, what if you can't get to a doctor? What if you don't have a phone? What if you are in the middle and no one's there and you have no one to call? You need to know that he will, he being God, will solve the problem now, but you need to know it. Amen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The good news is, is this woman didn't believe a word I said. But what I did do is speak the truth to the cat and speak the truth to her. And her spirit heard it, owned it, and lived. Brilliant. Fabulous. Are you kidding me? She expected to die if she didn't get a new kidney. That was her plan. Right. That was her knowledge. But what I saw was an issue between the ages of 36 and 38. Years, decades before. I had one, I had a, a psychiatrist send someone to me, a woman sat in front of me and said, and I wasn't given permission to use her name, but she, she, uh, she came and, and uh, just was overwrought. She felt that somebody had done something sexually wrong to her. She wasn't having relationships with her husband. You know, her children were going wayward because she just couldn't function right. And for, it was either, if I'm not uh, mistaken, it was like seven to 10 years or that she was in therapy. And, and finally, this, this psychiatrist sent her to me. And I took a look and I said, I'm going to tell you, I said, you know, I'm going to be honest with the, the public is that, you know, the woman looked like she did all sorts of wrong things <laughs> <laughs> physically, but road hard and put up what, but, but it's not my, it's not my job to right. look at that. I right. look into what the visual is. And so I looked, and I said, boy, you are one of the cleanest, squeaky clean, good people that I've ever come across in a visual form. 
And she says, yeah, I, you know, I've, I've just never done anything wrong. And as soon as she said it, I looked for what was causing this problem. And I said, I'm going to tell you, you were never molested on any level. I said, but you did have a problem that you caused. And she says, no, no, never. I said, no. I said, at the age of five, you stole one piece of bazooka bubblegum from the store. This woman's body went shaking as though she was in shock. She's crying and laughing. She says, I remember the day I did it. I said, you're suffering from guilt. Within six to eight weeks, it was the balance of the same amount of time in therapy. That, so it was six to eight years of uh, therapy rather than eight to ten. And, the, and the, the, within six to eight weeks, she went and apologized to her husband. She talked to her parents, and you know, because everybody's telling her no, no, no. And she says, I know something has ha- had to have happened, and it did. But she did it. And that's how, we're talking, again, decades prior. She was going around guilty in her own self about stealing one piece of bazooka bubblegum. But she also healed and, and, and restitution with her family. So she didn't look road hard and put up wet. Well, I was wrong she, about that. Well, yeah, that wasn't the look. But she didn't look unguilty of something. <laughs> you know, we all, we all have experience in life, you know. So what I'm saying is, is it is not my job to look at a human's form and make a judgment. My job is to look into their life and see what took place that is the roadblock that brings about the so-called suffering. But at the core of it all is that if we are lured astray, even to take a piece of bubblegum, and we know it's wrong, but we do it anyway, there is, you know, people will talk about karma. Karma is an earthly term. If a person is, is you know, going aboard the Jesus ship that, you know, the ship that floats on the boat, the boat that floats <laughs> on the water of Jesus, right. then you are, in fact, forgiven forever for always. The idea is, is not to go out and do wrong because you can, but know that you have a relationship with the best of the best and you want to do your best. I mean, you want to represent your family, the real family, the good family. You don't want to tarnish the name of, of God and your mentor, teacher, Lord and Savior, Jesus. You know, not to be a goody two-shoes, but just be a person that does right. You know, what's, what's good? You know, just what's, what's right? You know, so... Satan is the one that says, hey, you're the one that stole a piece of bazooka bubblegum, you know, and the person's like, yeah, you know, and so people think it's karma when what is really happening is that it is the guilt within the person that sets them up knowing something's going to come my way. They're going to get the lesson of what it's like to take what they should not have taken because something will be taken from them, you know, and that it doesn't have to be that way. If you know you're forgiven I mean, truly forgiven. Right. Just go about yeah. your business being that new person. I mean, it, it, there's no doubt in my mind that they're saying that as soon as you, you know, uh, accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, that you are a new person, a new creature. I'm, you know, I know that I've heard it. I'm sure that it's written. The point is, is I know it because once you, once you are accepted by the best of the best, in fact, we're born on that team, you can't lose unless you walk away from it. And he, God, has got to let you go. He's not going to chase you. It's your choice to walk away to do wrong. But it's also your choice to turn around and walk back to God and say, I'm sorry. That's what repentance is. It's not about doing penance. It's about accepting the forgiveness. And I'm going to, frankly, it's tough to accept forgiveness when you think you've done something wrong. Basically because we're probably the ones that wouldn't give forgiving, be forgiving of others. It's hard to forgive yourself. It's hard. I well, mean, I expect my I expect better of myself. So when I do something, I mean, I 
you know, I usually say in a, in a reading or a counseling, I will say, look, this is my opinion. This is guided. This is gifted. This is, you know, I separate it out because certainly as a human, like I just said, when I'm looking at people, I've got a judgmental side of myself. But that's not what people are coming for. Well, I would like to share something sure. about our first reading, my first reading with you. Okay. And when you told me that I picked up, when you told me my mom was there to tell me that I didn't have to, or it's not my job to take a pick up where she left off. I know I can't exactly remember the way you phrased it back then, but it moved me to my core, to the core of my being, because it was so true. She passed away at 39. Well, and 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 I picked up right where she left off. And there's a drum roll to confirm it. <laughs> Right, so, but look, look, and, look and at the changes. It wasn't my you've job made. to do, yes, right. and that it, but I'd already started making those changes. Yeah, it was in the same week. The, it was darn close. Really? Yeah, I was yeah. trying to remember if I came to you before I got sober or after I got sober. I think I thought it was after, but it was, it was, it was right in the process. Right in the process of it. So it was perfect timing. It was. I, I mean, yes. It was perfect timing. You're right. You're right. You're always right. <laughs> Why do I not? No, no, no. That? I'm not always right. God well, is right, and and that's why. Well, you know, yeah. I'm just saying that's why. Yeah. You know that looking back at it, my brother was saying, "Look, you're you know you're intimidating." Not from not by. He didn't. He didn't believe that. He was explaining that that my mother and some others. You know, it's, and it's also you know people are attracted to people that want to help. Like I was telling Joe, I mean, he's you know how do you not want a man that you know is so patient and kind <laughs> and good looking? Hello, I'm gonna turn around here for a minute. <laughs> Oh, there's no cameras. Oh, there's cameras everywhere. Right, I'm going to get rid of my gum. So if anybody wonders what I'm doing over here. So that's as ladylike as I can do it. I'm out of Lodgenson's. Lodgenson's? Never mind. Lozenges. La, never, just let's go. Just okay, keep okay. going. Go. Where's, the, where's the drum roll? So the, the um, thing is, is that, you know, God is patient and kind. You know, you to go back and apologize. And when you have a perfect relationship, when you know the person that with was with you loves you, I mean, truly loves you, then saying I'm sorry with uh, authentic feeling and, and knowing like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe that I, I, I did that. You know, and knowing that you get forgiveness, you right. know, and then just and go back out and do better. And she told me that in the reading. You told me she says she forgive me. She forgive me because we the last time i saw her mm-hmm. we were fighting mm-hmm. and we uh, last time i saw her uh, the last time i saw her mm-hmm. i didn't even speak with her mm-hmm. i came in and she would be babysitting my son my oldest son i came in and got him and i went out to the car and this is in august and she was big on family pictures at christmas we all got to wear the same outfit blah 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 I saw those outfits. Oh my gosh! Oh, bless her heart, but I hate, I hated the lace and that, the, the, and the old fashioned look. She was like little house on the prairie thing. <laughs> yeah, I wanted nice silky things. No, <laughs> the little house on the prairie picky thing. But anyway, <laughs> that's my childhood. <laughs> bless her heart. But uh, anyways, I came in. And she was writing in a book, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what she was. I figured she was writing in one of our baby books because mm-hmm. we all had a baby book. And uh, 
I just picked up. I didn't even. I just went right by her, you know, giving her my best mm, look, and picked up Aaron and and went out to the car. And I'm in the driveway, back getting ready to back out. And she come out into the garage, and I'll, this will forever be in my memory. She was holding uh, Aaron's Christmas outfit, and it was red corduroy aspagash and uh, red corduroys and a red pl- a flannel of flannel. No, a plaid, a plaid shirt. No, it wasn't flannel, but plaid to paint the picture. And she had my brother Robbie run the outfit out to the car to me. Mm -hmm. She had to make sure I got it. And this is August. Mm -hmm. And she died the next day. Oh, my gosh. So I never. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But in the reading, I got to say what I wanted to say, that I love her. Sorry for the way I acted. I'm so sorry. You never know. You You never know when it's going to be the last time you see somebody. Right. You just don't know. You don't know when they're going to, Jesus is going to come get them and take them home. But she's suffered enough. Well, I I do want to say something about that. The, um, and you are absolutely right. However, Scripturally speaking, it, it backs me up that it says that God presents, it says, I present before you life and death. Choose life. There are people, most everyone, planning on death. There is scripture out there that says something about 120 years. You know, in one of the podcasts, I go over this, and it's just imperative for the message to get out there, and you can do with this what you want or ignore it if you choose, because frankly, I wish I cared, but I do not. What I do know is that God cares, and he's asking me to deliver this out. It is not my job to cram anything down anyone's throat. You know, even the best food crammed down someone's throat is not tasty. So, you know, you have said that you felt that, you know, Jesus came and took her, that she had enough suffering. What I'm saying is that we are suffering at our own hand, yes, our right. own belief yeah. system, that death is a choice. And if a person, and you again, you can do what you want. I'm not telling you not to do something, but I am saying to be aware that if you are buying life insurance, you're planning to die. Right. If you're buying a burial plot, you're planning to die. And you're going to because you're planning on it. If you think all things are possible, then at least think, for those of you that love Earth and want to stay in the flesh, and continue whatever it is you're doing, the learning and growing, or the not, or the sitting and eating bonbons and watching Frasier all night. I don't, I don't <laughs> I have do, a TV, so that's I not do me. Love Frasier. But by golly, it's on my mind. <laughs> I do love Frasier. <laughs> this is like being on Frasier. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Frasier. Well, I don't feel like Frasier, but I feel. Yeah. It, I love Frasier. It I always do. makes me laugh. I've I do seen too. it millions of times. <laughs> like, so like the old man, <laughs> <laughs> that chair. Okay, so that being said, is that death is a choice. That means life is a choice. It also states, I mean, because this is my conversation with God, and I'm a tasty, testy person. You know, yeah, I'm tasty too. I'm tasty. <laughs> oh, oh, so, oh so, so, the ears. <laughs> cover the ears, the animals. So the, the thing is, is that, that I have been wanting off the planet my whole life. Praying to God for death is not going, that prayer is not going to get answered. Even though all things are possible and death is a choice, he's not the one killing you. You know, it, it, it ends up being the frustration that people have, the desire that everybody should behave the way they think they should behave and be different than they are. And, 
you know, wanting to take control of others. It's just, you know, it's like a big old puppet show down here. If you allow, if you, meaning anyone, allows others to be who they are, and if they aren't who you want them to be, then if you're in their house, then you need to leave their house, their life, if you cannot take what it is they're doing. If you, if they're in your house and you're paying the bills, then you ask those people to leave that will not kowtow to your demands, wishes, or dreams. I mean, it's just, there's, you know, people, you're not running out of humans. That's the good news and the bad news. I don't care what they're, you know, that, that, they're, they're people, conspiracy theory or not. God's team wins. That's, there is no end to the story, by the way. There is eternal life if you choose it. You can have it in the flesh if you want. And I'm telling you, that if you believe in God and there are scripture to back it up, pick it and believe it. You know, do it. I mean, who's going to... Who's gonna, who? <laughs> I've been wanting out of here. And the more I know God, the more I cannot get out. I cannot get out. You know, he says that he, he, all things are possible. He will renew your flesh to the days of your youth even fresher, that these and greater things that you can do, that the body without the spirit is dead. So that means the body with the spirit is alive. And so the one thing to do is to feed the spirit of God that dwells within you, that keeps you r- rising up and full like the helium balloon floating around. So, the, so all these things considered... That you're on the winning team, that you cannot lose, you, the more you know you cannot die. And I'm talking in the flesh. Even science says they don't know why people are dying. What they do know is that every part of the body renews itself. And, and, and frankly, you know, scripturally speaking, the only exercise going on in that Bible is getting rid of the devil. Exorcism. Amen. You understand? Yes. You know, but if you believe all the things that you're being told and you're going to follow that faith of human, human, you know, marketing, then that's your business. But I can tell you this, if it, I, I'm going to have to choose death to get out of here. I ask God, what do, you, what do you want me to do? What exactly do you want from me? And in a loud voice, in my own tone, <laughs> I said this on another podcast. He said, your only job is to stay alive. And I looked around my house and I thought, I need a bigger house. Yeah. <laughs> because if I was going to stay alive, then that meant my animals could too. Exactly. And if nobody's leaving, I need more room because I'm bringing in rescues and, and, and the elderly. You know, because I, I, I love these older animals. You know, the babies are fun, but holy cow, these older animals know some stuff. Well, I mean, they they, they're, my, they're the best teachers I've had next to Jesus. The things I know came from the animals. Isn't it interesting that God used the animals to get me back to helping people because he wants us helping each other. And frankly, I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't be helping people if it wasn't for the animals in their care. But now he's saying, hey, you know, you need to tell some people some stuff. And, and it, it is hard to take money from people when, when, he, when God gives me the information for free. And frankly, the, my sister who's, well, heck, none of them are talking. <laughs> my, my one sister who, who should be talking you know, that, uh, you know, likes some of the things I like, you know, she is the one that said, Lisa, and that, that's my given name, said, you know, you wanted to make a little extra money for the animals. You know, you don't have to charge them for the message, but you can charge them for the time it takes to tell them. Exactly. So kudos to her. Right. You know, the God rerouted that. Because I really didn't want, I, I had one woman that was sitting closer to me than you are today, you know, two feet away, you know, my hands are out, palms up. And when I'm in person, I like to do that. But is it necessary? No, it's not. You know, I work by phone all over the world. Thank God for PayPal and, and uh, what's it called? messenger because it's free calling everywhere so anyway and and remember you know life and death stuff is free 
You know, because everybody needs something. But if you're going to take my time, which is what, what I'm getting to with this particular piece of information, this woman's sitting across from me, and she says, I can't believe you're charging for these messages. And I said, frankly, I'd rather be in my barn shoveling shit than talking to you. Right. <laughs> she started laughing. She says, oh, I get it. You know, because, you know, there are things I'd rather be doing. But they- people need help. And, 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 you know, if you can get to the point where someone doesn't need to go, and I tell people, you want to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. But I'm telling you, you're okay, and the doctor will tell you so. What's better than that? No skin off my nose. You know, I can tell you, there are, there are people that go to the doctor, and the doctor tells them what to do, and they go off and do, don't do it, and then they drop dead. So they're not listening to anybody. You right. Know? But if yeah. you're going to pick something, believe it. But if it tell, whatever it is that's telling you you've got to die, or you've got to suffer, or it's going to take 6, 8, 10 weeks, 12 years, never going to be healed, you need to say, I respect that you have an opinion. Not respect your opinion. I respect that you have an opinion, and I'm going to pay you for your time. But I believe God has healed me, and I'm owning it. Amen. Period. And say it with fervor. You know, and if the person gets upset, so what? You, they got paid for their time. You're calling it what it is because to not speak out against someone who says, you're going to suffer, you're going to die, you're going to go poor, you're going to lose your house, you're going to your children, blah, blah, blah. You have to be able to speak out to Satan, which is what you're doing, not talk to him and say, you are incorrect, sir. I'm here to show you what a testimony looks like and what God is going to do. So you've got in writing what your opinion is. But God is going to show you through me what he can do. It's a beautiful yeah, thing. It is a beautiful thing. I, amen. You know, it's, it's what I believe. It's what I see. You can't just leave. God is not going to leave a person wandering around alone. But he does need to be asked. He hands the world and life to you. You do do with it what you choose with your own free will. But the thing is, is nobody's talking about talking to God. They've got you going to Gaia. They've got you going to coaches. They've got you going to, you know, readers, for God's sakes, you know. And when they come before me, I say, you know, you can do this too. You don't need me, but you can talk to God. You know, and if you need, you know, a, a crutch for a heartbeat, at least find somebody that knows God, will give all the glory to him for anything they're doing, you know, because, you know, you know, if you're drinking something out of a glass, the glass is a nice thing, but what's in the glass matters. If there's nothing in the glass, you're not going to have a drink. You're going to put water in there. So thank you for the person or the thing or the whatever that created the water that put it in the glass for you to drink. You know, go to the well that serves God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, there are yeah. doctors that serve God, and there are people yes, that can't are. get in their Bless mind them. the relationship with something they cannot see. But I assure you, if you listen to a podcast, you're not looking at anybody. We've got this this camera thing going because, frankly, the polar bear needs to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is that, that you this know, the funny, antics funny that go on here, and the, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not Italian, but my arms think they are. <laughs> <laughs> So I get pretty passionate, you can tell by some of the things I'm saying, and I know them to be true. So, you know, in, in miracles come. What's that? Uh, you getting another buzz? <laughs> <laughs> From your phone. Got a From her phone. Just a little, uh, no, I, they, think I'm, they think I'm going to uh, have a reading tonight, but I am not. Oh. So uh, cancel, cancel. So the, the thing is, is that. You know, you can do anything that Jesus said. Think, just think for a second that the dude they call Jesus, who is said to have done some amazing things, 
sat in front of the people that were paying attention to him and said to these people, then and now and forever, that these, meaning everything he did, and greater things than these shall ye do. I want you to think about that for a minute. Think about what could be greater than what Jesus did. He is said to be the Savior and bringing the communication back between the people and God and the kindness and the forgiveness and all this other good stuff. I mean, read, do it, whatever your interpretation is, it's beautiful. I love you for it. But my point is, is he came to do great things and, he, and it cost him his life. I believe that it costing him his life, we get life through him, eternal life, life through him. Yeah. And frankly, the, the word eternal means forever and for always alive. And the people who think they need to die to get it, and they'll say, oh, we need to die in Christ. Well, yeah, but that's not dying in the flesh, buddy. You need to know it. I mean, the good news, bad news is, is I cannot get out of here unless I purposely seek death because I know God. And right about 121 years, people are going to want to know, what are you doing? Well, they won't, won't be face cream or the books mm-hmm. I read. I've got one teacher, one teacher. I have not read a book, I promise you, since, what, sixth grade? And, and everybody says, well, I can't believe you've done that. You know, I've got, I've got the conversations like you will, but never get in a book. You know, every author out there is either writing their opinion or an opinion about somebody else's opinion that they wrote. And then once you have a successful book, those people are after you to write another book. Oh, yeah. You're not oh. busy living life. You're busy writing books for money. Now, it's nice to be able to talk about those things. And yes, I could probably write a book, and I've been asked to do so. In fact, that Kay Newman was following me around for, you know, because she says, I'll write it. But the thing is, is she was saying, telling me what she was going to write. I said, you can't write that. I didn't do that. Right. She says, well, they don't know it. I said, I'm not. No. What is wrong with you? You know, throwing money my way and, and websites and things like that. I said, I, you, you, I cannot be bought. If you think people need what I have, then give them my phone number. Now, this is what's wonderful about the podcast. Exactly. You can say what you want to say and say, you know. People can take it or leave it. Right. That no, you, no it's coming straight nose. from you. And, and no skin off my nose. Yeah. It's not what somebody said, you said. Right. She said, she said, he said. You know, and then they read the book and they think they read it the way you wrote it. And if you don't write it specific, it doesn't mean they're reading it the way you intended. Exactly. And then they go off doing whatever they're doing. I'm not doing that. It's like text. You can read a text any which way. I hate texting. I hate texting too, but uh, it's like forced into it. Not me. I have, I have a friend that wants to write a you know big old <laughs> letters there, and I told her I said I finally and I told her over and over I hate texting, you know. And finally I told her I'm not I'm not reading. She says it's a good one. I said I'm not reading another text from you. I haven't heard from her since. You know, but she can call me. I love her. I know. I miss my took, flip phone. I miss it, but my son got so tired of my crazy flip phone texts because one I have a hard time spelling. Two, it's push push push, and then right. I get so frustrated right. I just send it and it'd be. <laughs> Yeah, that got to be a game. Like, can you decipher my mom's text? What do you think she's really talking about? <laughs> so he he drove me to the store and to get the iPhone. And it's like, I can't take these texts anymore. You're getting an iPhone. I'm like, I don't want an iPhone. I like my flip phone, blah, 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 blah. I like, I like mine. But I, I had a slip phone that I liked really well. Yeah, but now I'm getting used to it. But how many years this has been? It's been, right. I, can't, I can't, at least four I, who knows how many years I've had this iPhone. And I'm just now, after being in COVID and being over at my sister's house, um, she taught me, bless her heart, the patience of a 
saint teaching me how to work this iPhone. With, and the, with like, the phone, I'd say. With the phone. With the phone. With the phone. <laughs> we worked on our communication skills also. A little civil rivalry going there. My, my, my voice might be getting a little louder. But, uh, <laughs> but she did teach me a lot about how to use the phone, how to, to but, do videos. One of the things, but she is, in fact, by trade, a teacher. She is a teacher and a kindergarten teacher, so I could understand it. But she's like, I can't believe you can't remember how to do it from yesterday. I'm like, I don't remember. Just go over it one more time because I'm a visual learner. Right. You can't just stand here and say, push this, push that, right. and then hand me the phone back. Right. I don't get it. <laughs> right. You know, what did you push? Well, didn't you see? No. Let me get my glasses, and then <laughs> we'll do it again. Push, push, push. No, I don't. still don't get it. Right. Just stand here and let me push. Right. And then after several days of <laughs> coming back, <laughs> never, I can't remember. You don't remember? Okay, that, that was my sister. <laughs> we know that she's not saying that to the children. I can't remember. You don't know how to add from yesterday. I hope not, but uh, no. That would be ghastly. No, I don't think she does that. <laughs> oh, that was good. that's just for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just for you. A little uh, taunting from Satan through your sister. <laughs> oh, my remember, pe- I want people to re- but, remember that everybody that's born on the winning team is sought after by the losing team because they want the good the good participants. Right. It's, you but, know. But the rest of the story of that was I started doing. My sense of humor started coming out, and I started getting all these wonderful ideas with my phone. And I, because you make the video, oh, the work. videos, yeah. Oh man, it's like a well, you know what? Poof, that, that's I that, just the came video. To life. But when you when you called <laughs> to ask me a question after seven years, <laughs> right? And you told me about the videos. I was able to tell you about the podcast and the and the taping here, and and, oh. and Pat Caparuccio, who does the improv, who led me here. He's another good looking man that happens to be married, folks. That is, is uh, and his wife is phenomenal and as well. I still well. can't wait to meet Pat. But he, the improv and, and how mm. patient he is, God bless him. And, the, and you know, what he's doing in his own life is he's phenomenal. Voiceovers, oh, my gosh. I, in fact, I, was, I watched a, uh, uh, one of those infomercials on, a, on a whatever YouTube or whatever, the, however it comes across Facebook. And I'm, listen, I'm looking at this guy, and I hear this voice, and I'm thinking, I, I know that voice, you know. Well, it turned out to be Pat. I, I ended up listening for 45 minutes to hear, you know, how he did it. I'm thinking, that's amazing. It is amazing. You know, I mean, kudos to him. Anyway, so he's the one that introduced me to the, the station here. And then. And how wonderful the station yeah, is. Yeah, but, but had, you know, the timing of you doing that video and talking about it and, and me being involved in, you know, film and TV and being asked to do the reality mm-hmm. show and all that other stuff. I mean, what perfect timing. So here we are. Of all the things I've been asked to do that could have bring, bought, brought money, also was bringing confinement. You know, this is at our decision when we want right. to do it and talk the way we want to talk. If people have questions and they listen to this and they want more information, they can call. You know, but right now I'm not on the hamster wheel making somebody else some money. Money, money does Me not. Either. I'm, I'm going to tell you, money is, a, money is a nice tool, but it is, it is, it does not motivate me. It does not motivate me. I love retirement. I love, my, bro, my voice broke. I love, I love retirement. The Barry White. The Barry White. <laughs> there you go. I love retirement. <laughs> 38 years of punching the clock. 38 years can i go to the bathroom <laughs> like, like on a prison actually it is kind of like being on prison you gotta hey well, i can't think i'm trying to think of cool mother, mother may i uh, yes what is it i can't i don't know i'm trying it. to think 
Cool Hand Luke? You don't remember that? I mean, name? I know the wording, but I don't know what it like, means. Forgive me for Father, I have right. <laughs> I, like, I don't know all the okay. films. Like, it's not officer, but it, it doesn't matter. But, like, can I go to the bathroom? Well, you have to ask to go to the bathroom. That's and then they might say no. They might say no. Yeah, they say no. They don't, you know, especially it's the time with women. To wet the drawers. Oh. Wet, wet the ground you walk on. Then they just let you walk wet in it. What? Come on. Oh, I least snow horse. <laughs> I have seen it so bad in there where there's manpower so short that guys have actually pissed into a garbage can because they can't hold it. I mean, and then criminal. It, and that was before adult diapers come out to be. You know, where you can just buy them. Not, Lord have yeah, mercy. Yeah, but you shouldn't be put in that position to have to do that. You that cannot is... believe how many people wear diapers at work because they can't get off the line. Because there's not enough people well, to let what, you go to the who, bathroom. And so you're working next to somebody that Who's might... not telling the news? Who's, what's that? Wait a minute. we got to yeah. close this down. Okay. Talk about going. Go. Okay, so oh, that's yeah, another message. I'm, yes. Before I'm, I leave, a little, little extra teaching is... Oh, we get to give a shout out, too. To Mario's. Oh, I heard... I did. No, that was the last show when oh, we, we didn't get it taped. Oh, yeah, it was taped. It wasn't videoed. But, yeah, let's uh, do no, it again. Cause video. Yeah, video, yeah. video. To Raquel, you are an awesome waitress, an awesome person, and you are a earth angel. And you just glow. And I... We adore you. We adore... That's an understatement, but we adore you. Yes. And she is just precious. Excited and to and, see her. Yep. And she... Does her job? I get chills. This thing, she, you know, the the restaurant Mario's is clean. Oh. I, this COVID thing, I'm sure, is over the top with things. But I can tell you, what we had uh, walleye along with a Greek salad that was mm. phenomenal, and that pink dressing, uh, to, oh. it's to live for. It and is. It, this restaurant is in a um, Lake Orion, uh, Oxford boundary line. Highly recommend it. Yes. Highly, highly. Just, just wonderful people, and but, but you know, and I, pride in their work, and pride in their food, and yes. just. Very and you can happy. see them cooking. In fact, we we had they're we, not hiding nothing in the back room. Right, it's right, right there for you to watch. Right. That and the and the walleye was so wonderful that we 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 shared a piece of walleye uh, on the side, not on the salad, but we ate the oh. walleye first because it was mm. it was like butter. Uh, anyway, oh. time is yeah. growing short, so okay. we're going to sign off here. I want to yeah. say again that we have a prayer line, and the uh, number to call if you wish to call and leave only your first name and your request or your concern is 810-724-3223. We look forward to helping you. We're looking forward to giving you information that you can glean from here for free. If you want to reach us, you can find us on the New Ark Ministries for Animals page on Facebook. We love you dearly, and I want to say for all you do that is good, may God help you more. Thank you ever so much, and we look forward to talking with you again. God bless you. Have a great day.